Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 15 of the Wild Gravity Travelcast. My name is Jim, and I will be alone for this episode. Uh, we're going to go over the news of the week coming up in just a moment. Our special feature after the break will be a little trip report. Had a chance to go down to Kentucky Kingdom for Kentucky Flyers media event, and uh, had a chance to go to Columbus for about a day's worth uh, for their half marathon. Talk a little bit about that. Uh, for those of you who might be runners or interested in running events, um, might dive into that a little bit. Uh, those are my travels for this past week. So we will move into the news first and get to that stuff a bit later. So starting off with the news today, we have, um, first of all, the big story that we've been covering and will continue to cover uh, in depth and uh, very often uh, more detailed than a lot of other just uh, snap and post sites. Uh, we post another construction update, if you will call it that, or land clearing update at Kings Island. Kings Island is clearing a good chunk of land. Our second update just went out today, Sunday, April 28th. Uh, this time I actually went on to Google Maps aerial view and kind of drew a blob around where the clearing is taking place just to show you how big it is. The biggest story of it is that the clearing now reaches past the racer turnaround and almost starts to intrude or impede, not impede, but intrude upon uh, the trees that line the covered section of the beast, uh, the, the trim area, if you will, where you hit that little trim before the tunnel section. Um, so that's, that's where we are with the KI, uh, with the Kings Island clearing uh, for their coaster. And again, last week we posted pictures of gray track at the Claremont Steel Fabricators site. So we will see if that turns out to be Kings Island's track soon enough, I am sure. And we'll be stopping back down there very soon as well. Um, next up in the news, we have... Uh, Rivers of Light at Disney's Animal Kingdom, uh, changing its show to what will likely be called Rivers of Light, We Are One. And this is just Disney's continuing effort to add IPs to everything. And IP is intellectual properties. Basically, it means adding their characters, adding their stuff to original stories. Um, so sadly, just like Epcot, this is going to have a bunch of IPs in it. It looks like it's going to include animation. I would guess it includes some stuff from the new Lion King. It's also going to include Disney Nature, and I get it. Synergy is great for for the company to advertise other stuff and connect things together. Uh, the Disney Nature thing, not such a bad idea in my opinion, but adding like the animation and having to make it, you know, tie into stuff all the time instead of just letting it be good original stories. Uh, it just it's been a theme at Disney for a while now. We saw wishes go by the wayside for something like that. And uh, we're just we're just seeing that more and more at Disney, sadly. Uh, so original ideas and original shows, if they're not tied to IPs, they're not going to be at Disney long anymore, folks. So that's where we are with that. Next up, we have seen pictures floating across the Internet that the Wildwood Grove tree is going up. And I mentioned this because it's looking really good. Wildwood Grove has been looking really good. But we are literally two weeks away as of today. We are a little less than two weeks away from Wildwood Grove's grand opening. So hopefully that's part of the finishing touches, uh, the final the final steps to get Wildwood Grove going. 
for May 10th. And of course, as a reminder uh, for our coverage, we will be down there for Wildwood Grove's grand opening on May the 10th for the media coverage on that. I'm sure we'll have tons to show off as we did in our muddy little construction update. For those of you who haven't, be sure to go back and check out our construction update. We basically showed all of the rides are in place for the most part, were in place. Um, and they were just kind of working on the pathways and stuff. They'd taken a lot of rain, so it was really muddy. I know I talked about that a lot in a previous episode. Finally, we have, well, not finally, we have UConn. Next, we have UConn Striker uh, had its media day. Looks like a great, great dive coaster. I've heard it's the best of, of the bunch that's out there right now. Um, that's not surprising with it having the first vertical loop, the tallest dive coaster as well, um, having that awesome tunnel. And uh, we, we saw it under construction, and I definitely am excited to get up there. Uh, Grace Peacock and her team put on a wonderful media event for those who got to attend. I know there's several of our friends got a chance to do it. Uh, Bob's photo page, uh, who is probably some of probably the best photographer in the industry. No offense to everybody else. And that, I mean, I, I'm willing to admit he, he takes the best pictures around. Um, and um, there was a few other great sites there covering it, but Bob's photo page definitely has the best pictures for the coverage to check out. Another thing of note is uh, we they have this new bin procedure for loose articles. And basically, it's like a little conveyor, almost like how your dry cleaning goes. If you've ever been to a dry cleaner's, um, it takes it up and over the station and then brings it to the other side. So definitely can't be a cheap system, but it is pretty cool to see in action. Uh, Grace actually posted a video of it on her Twitter, on her personal Twitter, um, of Yukon Strikers loose items bins in action. It's a great idea. I'm glad the park invested in that. Um, and Canada's Wonderland is a great park overall. So if you haven't been to Canada's Wonderland, definitely take a drive up there. Uh, definitely go see everything they have to offer. Lots of great flat rides and lots of good coasters too. Uh, don't sleep on Leviathan. I actually really, really like that giga coaster. Uh, finally, we have Kentucky Kingdom. We got a chance to go down there for a media event, so I'll be talking about that here after the break. Um, but Kentucky Flyer is open as of today, April 28th. This is the opening day for Kentucky Kingdom. Uh, seeing pictures from a friend. It doesn't look too busy down there today. Uh, so make sure you get down to Kentucky Kingdom for Kentucky Flyer. And again, I'm going to probably say this later um, as we head into our special feature side. So that's going to wrap up the news. And we'll talk more about Kentucky Flyer after the break. Stay tuned. Okay, everybody, welcome back uh, from the break. As I said before the break, we're going to talk about Kentucky Flyer and a quick trip to Columbus. Not really much to talk about there, but I do like to give reviews of my runs and races for people who may be interested in running as well. Uh, so I'm going to start with that real quick. I did get a chance to, I did register, train for, go up to do the Cap City Half Marathon. Great course, fast and mostly flat. Not as flat as I would have liked, but definitely flat. There's only a few little sudden hills uh, for you Florida runners. It's more like a Florida course where it's mostly flat. Um, overall, the city has great hospitality. One of the better corral systems I've seen. One of the better 
Uh, definitely the best post-race party. That's what they always advertise, and it definitely lives up to the hype. So that's really all I got to say about Cap City Half. It was a great experience and a great uh, race to run and go to, and I'll definitely be back next year. So thanks to all the volunteers, as always, at the Cap, at the Cap City Half uh, for a great run. Moving into Kentucky Kingdom now. We had a chance to go to Kentucky Flyers media event. Thank you to Jesse and her team uh, for having us out. I know we sort of got on the media list uh, the last minute uh, for the event, but she was very kind to send us the media kit in full. Uh, we'll be having a post go live on that uh, on our website, wildgravitytravels.com, very, very soon. And it was great to see uh, a lot of friends there, including uh, MK Media. That's Matt. Uh, he's a good friend of ours as well. Um, that was his first media event, so I'm really glad he got to go to that. And shout out to Matt. Make sure you go check out his page, his YouTube. I'm sure he's got tons of great content on that as well. Um, lots of other people there. Uh, it was great to meet the people from Wildcat Coasters. It was great to see uh, some people from FYE and, and among others. Uh, wasn't expecting to see the Bearded Trespasser there, but he was. And I know a lot of people like him, and that's fine. Again, I, I've sort of said my piece on that. Uh, one other thing I just did sort of want to mention is if I know a lot of people have a stigma against Rob Alvey in the industry for what he does and how he talks and treats people and what he used to do in terms of trespassing. And my thing is, if you don't support Rob Alvey for those reasons, you really shouldn't support this person um, who is... I, like I said, I've nicknamed him the Bearded Trespasser because we've watched him cut holes in the tarps on uh, Turkey Lake Road in Orlando, covering Volcano Bay. Uh, we've watched him climb on fences at SeaWorld, among other things, climb through bushes, enter keypads, and trespass at Universal, So and stand on the side of the road at Disney even. So it's just sad that this, that's the state of it's come to. If you want to support that kind of site, that's fine. I mean, it's a free country, and I'm not going to stop you. It's just the integrity definitely isn't there. It's more about the clicks, more about the money. And I know a lot of people like and respect him, but I just can't be one of them. I'm sorry. So that said, moving on, talking about Kentucky Flyer, we've got uh, a great new wooden coaster. And it's from our friends at Gravity Group. And Gravity Group, for those of you who don't know, is based in the Cincinnati area. Um, but it's a great design. It's a kid's coaster. It's definitely not a voyage, of course. Um, it's definitely not a big coaster, but it is good. It is a great coaster. It rounds out Kentucky Kingdom's collection. It has a great family ride. It only has a 40-inch height requirement. And even though it's only 47 feet tall, it's got 12 airtime moments, and every single one of them is great airtime. Also, the trains are really nice. The restraints on the trains are, are perfect. It's a fun ride, worth riding again and again, and it will really get the kids going on liking wooden coasters, which I think is is a uh, a thing we don't see as much anymore. We don't see a lot of good wooden coasters for kids. I know Kings Island has the, the old uh, miniature John Allen PTC mashup type of wooden coaster. Um, those of us who've been going to Kings Island for a long time know it as Beastie, and we'll always know it as Beastie. Um, but the Kentucky Flyer, getting back to Kentucky Flyer, it's a great coaster. Kentucky Kingdom has become a great park since it's come back. Uh, you know, the last time I had visited it before then, it was Six Flags Kentucky Kingdom. 
And getting to see Kentucky Kingdom now versus the Six Flags days, I actually like it a lot, lot better now um, without the Six Flags name. It's a family-type park. It's got some wonderful rides. Um, Storm Chaser is great. Lightning Run is awesome. Uh, from Chance Rides, they, of course, still have the Hang and Bang. I mean, that's another coaster for those of you after the credits. You got you to gotta get the credits. So um, overall, though, like I said, Kentucky Flyer, definitely a great ride. Make the drive to Kentucky Kingdom. If you haven't been to the park, especially since it's opened back up, definitely get down there this season. Um, they've got a nice, well-rounded ride, and they've got a really nice-looking water park. I had forgotten uh, how nice they made the water park look there. And it's really a great park. It's kind of a hidden gem. Uh I'm not going to go as far to say they're on par with Holiday World, but they they actually are. No, I will go that far and say that. Their their collection of rides, their friendliness is on par with Holiday World these days. Um, they don't have the big signature voyage, of course, but they have Storm Chaser. And if you're an RMC fan, that's that's good enough. That's actually that's better than good enough. That's good. That's great. So, um, definitely Get down to Kentucky Kingdom soon. And a big thanks again to Ed and Jesse and all of their teams for having us out to a wonderful media event. Great food from the chef there. And uh, just a great overall event. Great to see everybody. Great to see meet some people from Gravity Group and uh, several other sites. We got to see some uh, friends from Great Ohio Coaster Club. They're another wonderful coaster club. A little smaller name if you're from the region, the Midwest and that. They have a lot of great events coming up across the uh, Ohio area, Ohio Valley area. I know they even have an event coming up at Kentucky Kingdom in the fall. So be sure to jump on that. Maybe we'll try to get somebody from the Great Ohio Coaster Club on the show very soon. So with that being said, uh, we are going to go ahead and wrap things up. This is a little shorter of an episode. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing as always. Um, we got lots of updates that are going to be coming out this week. We're going to be showing off some UConn striker picks. Probably share some of Bob's stuff from there as well because, again, he takes great pictures. Hoping to get a, a review out of Miami River Brewhouse at Kings Island. Uh, we just posted a video of Max Force being topped out. I know that was from a couple weeks ago, but we did just get caught up on that. And, of course, the Kentucky Kingdom Grand Opening uh, media event. We will have several pictures from that coming up on the site as well this week. So stay tuned for all of that. Lots of great content to come, and I'm sure we'll have even more updates from Kings Island next weekend. I am Jim from WildGravityTravels.com. Once again, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers before the end of May. Help us do that. Share our page if you love our content, and please subscribe to this podcast and share it as well. Give us your thoughts and feedback, as always, on any of our social channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and so forth. Thanks for listening again, everybody. Have a great week ahead and ride on.